expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 141 points this morning from Friday's close at 14,636 on turnover of 3.3 billion NT. The market closed flat on Friday as it moved in a narrow range, as Wall Street was closed for Thanksgiving and didn't provide any direction for local investors, who were worried about a technical pullback after recent solid gains. Many foreign institutional investors were also absent from the market due to the U.S. holiday. The DPP says its poor showing in the local government elections is indicative of public opinion, and the party will now seek self-reflection. According to DPP Secretary General Lin Shiyao, the party will squarely face the reasons for its setbacks at the polls after it managed to secure only five of the 21 city and county leadership seats. The KMT secured 13 of the 21 seats up for grabs, while the DPP ended with two less seats than it had going into the local elections. The DPP's Secretary General says he believes the internal decision-making teams that shape major party policies should be held responsible, as the loss reflects public opinion of its performance. And Lin also says the DPP's chances of recovery will depend on how it acts going forward into two legislative by-elections and one mayoral election that will be taking place soon. And the Tourism Bureau says nearly 100,000 tourists came to Taiwan in October after the government lifted quarantine regulations. Data shows that a total of 93,206 people arrived in Taiwan that month. And that's an increase of 560% compared with October of last year. According to the Tourism Bureau, Taiwan saw the largest number of visitors based on the growth rate of other major regional tourist markets in October and was followed by Japan. Of those arriving in Taiwan, 98.57% came by air, with 90.49% of that total landing at Taoyuan International Airport. The Tourism Bureau says most of the tourists stayed for between 8 and 15 nights. In international news, authorities say at least 14 people are dead in Cameroon's capital after a landslide at a funeral. Dozens of others remained missing as rescue crews continued digging through the rubble with flashlights. The local government says the search for the survivors in the Damas neighborhood of Yaoundi will continue. About a dozen others injured in the landslide are being treated at local hospitals. 
U.S. health officials have suggested that China's approach to COVID-19 isn't realistic. This comes after widespread protests across China against the government's tough COVID-19 containment measures. Jaguri Dave reports in Washington. Following angry anti-lockdown demonstrations in China, the White House's coronavirus response coordinator, Dr. Ashish Cha, told ABC's This Week he believed it would be difficult for the Beijing government to contain the virus with its zero-COVID strategy. However, the U.S. is facing challenges of its own. The Biden administration appears to be struggling with its strategy to get as many Americans vaccinated as possible. According to the CDC, only 12 percent of eligible people have received the latest COVID booster shot. That's significantly less than the almost 69 percent of Americans who completed their primary series of jabs. I'm Jagruti Dave in Washington. And state media says Yemen's internationally recognized government has signed an economic aid deal worth 1 billion U.S. dollars with the Arab Monetary Fund. A state news agency says the country's Saudi-backed administration signed the deal on Sunday to push through wide-ranging economic reforms. Yemen's economy has been decimated by a civil war that has pitted Houthi rebels against the government that Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates back. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.